Welcome to SEO. Oh, are we still on SEOconspiracy.com? We are still on, on the same podcast, but it's not the myth busting. And Dixon got lost because he's used to to Monday debunking myth. And today is what I call the SEO stories, where we go a little more in depth about. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in for the long haul today, aren't I? Yeah. yeah. What are we okay. doing today? Uh, well, we're going to we're going to be talking about basically. Uh, Everything I've been doing for the last twenty years of my life, and uh, and, and trying to uh, uh, trying to derail some of it, I think. So yeah, uh, how but, how how has Google how has search changed over the last um, ten or fifteen years? I think really, and even making it more simple for people to understand, because that's the title of the video: SEO twenty ten versus SEO twenty twenty. Yeah. Why twenty ten? Yeah. Because it right before Panda and Penguin. And it's yeah. then the move from things to, uh, to strings to strings, things, to things and, yeah. and, 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 and things change very, very dramatically. I mean, they changed at different points along that time. Google Dance was the first um, mm. first thing when when you know Google Dance mm. kind of uh, changed. Uh, but uh, yeah, Panda and Penguin was a, and was a massive, uh, massive uh, change for for people, wasn't it? Predictive search, uh, Google Discover on mobile. It's predictive search. It's a whole different game. You know, Laurent, I've just just finished a book which I think uh, you know SEO should probably read called uh, Black Swans. Uh, and actually, the same author has now written a, another book called uh, Anti Fragile. Uh, but um, yeah, there's this there's this myth that uh, things are things change in work in the world in small increments, and you can predict what's going to be happening. But that's absolutely not true. The world changes very, very fast. Um, you know, until until Brexit was called, we didn't think that we were going to leave Europe. You know, and and all of a sudden we did. Uh, and you know, but uh, and you know, coronavirus. Before coronavirus, we couldn't imagine that you know Western governments would be able mm -hmm. to lock you in your house for two weeks on end <laughs> and put you under house arrest. Uh, and yet, after COVID, it's you know. It's obvious, and apparently we all had plans in place, and we we have a tendency to look after the facts and look back and pretend that we knew something that was impossible for us to have seen in, in, in before. Uh, and I think that happens a lot in search um, and and search just online technology. As soon as a new online technology comes out that gets adopted, um, we very very quickly change our our behaviours and our patterns, um, and uh, and it can have profound impacts. And for SEOs. That happens all the time, um, but and it's you know over the, to, from 2020 to 2020, the approach to SEO has got to have changed hugely, and there are loads and loads of SEOs that are still doing the old school, um, you know, let's find out a keyword. So mm. keywords, for example, you know, let's let's find a keyword okay. volume and work around that, and, and 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 you know, and it's not the way that you should go these days, in my opinion. Before we go through the list of the changes, we'll compare sure. SEO 2010 and SEO 2020. There's even a mindset where uh, people get stuck in a rut. And what are we on today? We are on a video format, which is also an podcast audio format, which also yeah. becomes images on Instagram, which also becomes text on Twitter and elsewhere. So one topic, I create text audio, video, there's even, there's text, images, video, and audio in Google. Yeah. Even yeah. if you don't want to do the social thing, Google indexes and ranks four yeah. formats of content and SEO yeah. is still 
focused yep. on text. Yep, and, and even if you don't use Google, the second most popular search engine in the world is, is YouTube, mm. and you know we're there as well. And then you've got Instagram, massive, great big search engine, effectively, or discovery machine. Some people um, live on Instagram. Yeah, it's, I hate it. I don't go anywhere near it. Uh, but, uh, you know, <laughs> people I, live I, on I, Facebook. Yeah, I, no, I do live there. I live on Facebook a, a lot. Increasing on LinkedIn, actually, as well, um, you know, because uh, I'm because I'm B2B, I guess uh, it, it makes more sense. But I found that to be more and more useful over the years. Um, I, my, I never my, thought it would be. My, my wife's good. Internet is Facebook and shopping yeah. sites. Yeah, and yeah, YouTube, yeah. but that, yeah, yeah. Just, that's uh, yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, the mindset. There's there needs to be a mindset. You need. I'm not a visionary. I don't jump into new technology like TikTok, for example. People are making fun of TikTok. I start to look at something like uh, TikTok. I don't jump in early. I don't need to become mm. an influencer on TikTok. But a year and a half, if this if the platform is still on going strong after yeah. one year and a half, I'll start to pay attention. Yeah. And then, uh, well, I, th I think that's where I looked, look to my peers as well, mm -hmm. because, you know, different people become very, uh, start to understand different platforms. So one person that really understands TikTok or an earlier doctor of TikTok was mm -hmm. Dwayne Forrester. So for those who don't know Dwayne Forrester, he used to do Bing. Uh, he used to do Bing's yeah. SEO. So, you know, he, he's, he's been around the block, you know, and he's still, I think he's currently the ambassador for Yext, um, and he goes yeah. around and does yeah. conferences for, for um, Yext. Um, and, uh, uh, but he got into TikTok quite early on, and he was a big advocate of it. Mm -hmm. And so if I did want to do TikTok, um, I would definitely go and have a look at what Dwayne said, because I'm sure he's, uh, he's way ahead of the field on, on that one. And I, I think it's the same for, for any, any platform. Somebody comes on and understands it, but you've got to trust that mm -hmm. person in the first place so it still comes down to people but it? look at even even if it's tiktok even or or, or, or or the google discover or instagram okay now the game with the mobile and because of the format of the mobile vertical here we are on a horizontal because of youtube yeah horizontal format and those of you listening to the audio of podcast well you have the images but you don't see our pretty faces, but it's okay. It's okay. You you it's, hear our, our sweet and lovely voices anyway. The, the, the podcast people are very very lucky on that. Yes. Uh, the 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 thing is, what I'm doing for SEO conspiracy is I'm trying out a layer of one question, one answer, sixty second videos, vertical format for TikTok, for uh, stories on on uh, Instagram. For I'm trying yeah. to adapt to what people want. The f I love this long-form format of discussion. It's not for everyone. No. People who love it adore this long-form uh, type of freestyle uh, podcast. But people want short and sweet. And definitely, uh, I, I wouldn't see myself having a, a two-hour-long podcast on Instagram or TikTok, you know what I'm saying? Even if you could upload... Uh, I think you can actually on uh, IGTV, uh, on, on Instagram, you could you could do like a whole uh, three-hour-long or whatever, but it's just not... Uh, uh, you yeah, need to adjust. The thing is the, the mentality of what's happening when you're in Instagram or a TikTok or a you know, Vine, mm. or Vine's gone now, I think, but uh, is that... You might stay there for two hours, but you're doing a different thing every 30 mm. seconds. So uh, it's um, you're jumping from idea mm. to idea. And I, I, I find that very 
interesting uh that there's 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 other books i mean i i've been doing a lot of reading recently during lockdown and uh, the black swan the black swan well, is good uh, i will buy uh, so, this book uh, so yeah. it's a very very good book uh, and then they, but there's also quite a few books on um type one thinking versus type two thinking you know uh, and um and and really those short form um you know hit you kind of ideas are I, I, I really, as, as as you said in the past, they're looking at the headline, but not not drilling down and and rationally thinking mm. through a problem. Um, the the other side of that is that does the long form uh, podcasts and videos like this do we really get into um, uh, into into one topic or do we go around topics? And I think we are talking about one topic, and you know what's mm. different between 2010 2020, and so we're going deep into it. And hopefully, by the end of you know uh, however long, forty five minutes or hour or whatever mm. we go on for, uh, I, I think that we will have found some clear differentiators between the two thousand and ten approach and the two thousand and twenty approach. But I think that if you try and talk about too many topics in, in a in a long form content then you're yeah. not achieving that type two rational thinking um sure. that, that that you need so that's what we've done on uh inlinks has its own podcast and hopefully you'll come on to it one day as well and come on and be a guest on one of my podcasts as well but we <laughs> we, we we deep dive so we call mm-hmm. it the knowledge panel and it tries to go into one question for 45 minutes mm-hmm. uh with a group of a uh, group of experts in the field uh and i i find it really rewarding to just dwell on one question for, for, for a long period of time. I like that approach. It's um, very important to at least guide people because I'm difficult to follow because I jump back and I have one idea and then I, I go back and forth a little bit. Uh, but at least if you're up front and you say, okay, this is what's going to happen. If it's just talking about nothing and everything, well, at least yeah. tell them that they're getting into that kind of discussion or if it's mm-hmm. focused... But uh, that actually gives us a very different, interesting. Um, it wasn't, wasn't one we haven't prepared, but there's a very interesting difference in Google's objective now compared to ten years ago. So ten years ago, um, you know, pre Panda, pre Penguin, mm. um, pre Rank Brain, you know, Google's objective was to act as a a, a um, navigation for a starting point for and they wanted people to go and get to a website in mm. fact the longer they stayed on google mm-hmm. they saw as a failure of their ability to help the user in their in their quest Very true. Uh, so they were trying to send people to other websites and i think what's happened as google's grown as google's tried to compete with the facebook's of this world that are trying to own the uh, you know the engagement time of a user uh, Google has tried to find other reasons for people to stay on Google properties. Mm. So, you know, um, obviously they, they monetize from the ads and maybe the ad will get them off there. But everything up to the ad, if they go off the property now, um, then Google perhaps has seen that as a a lost opportunity for making money. Mm. <laughs> uh, I mean, their prime objective is still to help the user. But I think they have moved towards the idea that you don't have to leave Google to help the user. Um, and, uh, and and if they want to engage hearts and minds and keep their audience for a long period of time, then coming up with more reasons to keep people on Google properties is is not something that Google is going to object to. Whereas ten years ago they did. Even even if you look at a from a cosmetic perspective, 
Google 2010, 10 blue links, kind of, okay? Yeah. And now the what I call the Christmas tree. With, and especially results, yeah. the answers, the knowledge graph, the videos, the media, the social, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, obvious. They, they, they've, decided, they've decided that in some instances, in many instances, they can curate all that content mm. so well on the search results themselves that you don't need to go off the search mm. results to even to the point of being able to watch mm. the, the, the YouTube video without, you know, jumping off the page potentially. Mm. And I think that's very interesting. Uh, it's a whole different, um, it's, whole, it's whole in a different video that you mentioned that they have an algorithm just for the NFL because they yeah, need yeah. use some special filters, I guess, to, to, there's probably some laws as well. So yeah, they've, uh, uh, I, sus I suspect, I mean, I don't know how that ended up happening, but certainly, yeah, they've got all the NFL results in live real time in, in the States and, and that, that, that kind of thing. So that requires some kind of licensing deal with the NFL. And as soon as that happens, and then NFL are huge, you know, they're powerful in their field. So, um, so uh, there's got to be some kind of contract between mm. Google and NFL. Now, you and me, can't 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 conceive of a being in a position to actually you know tie google into some kind of legal agreement but you know <laughs> big brands it's it's in their interest to, sure. to 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 make those kind of strategic deals and those strategic partnerships uh, and we know they do because you know google is um is currently the default uh, the default mm -hmm. search engine on on apple and apparently are paying them a huge amount of money and, and you know and and, mm -hmm. and they they outbid microsoft to, to get those default results um, um 20 25 billions i think a lot of money a lot of money <laughs> estimated i don't think we have but 25 30 billions it starts to yeah i, I want i want google to come to me and say we'd like to buy your apis <laughs> that that would be nice <laughs> uh, okay just to finish up with the mindset before we dig in into the specifics right. of what changed. Guys, believe, especially Dixon, he started SEO in like 1920, okay? <laughs> so so he's, if, he's been if he's still standing strong, maybe he figured something out and especially how he, he adapted, how he changed, how now with inlinks, the move from backlinks to inlinks is humongous. Oh, I mean, let, the move from Dixon's perspective, from backlinks to semantic SEO is well, a yeah, big, I, I have made, made three changes in my life, actually. Um, and uh, so initially I set up a, a search consultancy. So, um, so from, from 1999 to about 2010, I was uh, pretty much run 2009, 10. I was uh, running uh, an agency, and um, uh, and and at the start of that, of course, there were so many search engines out there anyway. So you know, mm. uh, AltaVista, you know, InfoSeek, um, Ink to Me. Uh, there was lots and lots of, of opportunity there, and a huge uh, range of ideas. And I think that was kind of good because different. Um, Search engines were bringing different ideas to the party. Obviously, the internal link or the, the PageRank algorithm uh, was phenomenal in um, soaking up the market because they could create much more relevance. They found a way to mathematically weight um, pages um, at scale. Um, and, uh, and the more they crawled, the more they had information that, that fed to the whole, the whole understanding of the web. Um, and, uh, and Google became a... a, a 
you know, the, the, the dominant player. Um, and I think that um, that went very well for all of us until around about 2009, 10, when it, when it, when, when the, uh, when the major algorithm yeah. started to, uh, to really rock everybody's world. It started to get difficult. Around yeah, to, yeah. 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 But, but it took us a long, long time to start adapting, but links still became hugely important at that stage. Um, and, and, and so, you know, I really started in Majestic in 2010 to, to let's say, 2000, well, 2008 till 2018, I was really heavily involved in Majestic. Um, uh, and then, you know, it's, it's, it was only last year that I really got involved in InLinks um, and started understanding the semantic web, um, which isn't that difficult to understand. When you get your head around it, you know, knowledge graphs are a lot easier to understand than, than most of us mm. let on. Um, and... Uh, and I still think that the majority of people hear it and say, "Oh, only the real techies uh, understand it." Um, and and I, but I think that it's it's in, it's so important to understand, um, and 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 it has changed. And, I, and now I'm glad I'm you know moving within links because I think the approach mm -hmm. will hold, is holding us well. Yeah. And there's a bit of confusion: semantic web, semantic SEO. You need yeah. to do semantic web to do semantic SEO. Yeah. But you, it's yeah, not you only need that. a knowledge graph. Yeah, you yeah, need yeah. a knowledge graph if you're going to do do it. And uh, and there's only one tool out there that I know of. And there's a few other tools. Sorry, there's not. There's ClearScope. There's WordLift.io. Uh, there's um, there's uh, some kind of uh, market market news or something like that. Um, there's, there are things that are thinking about uh, topics and ideas. But you know what? Um, I, I think the, the great thing about it links, if I if I may. Um, that the, none of the other things that, that was started in 2010, the tools that were started, you know, pre 2010, didn't have this concept of starting with an encyclopedia of knowledge. Mm. Uh, and and the thing is that we've now built systems that are allowed to that are able to build encyclopedias on the fly. So uh, you want to you want to get. Let, let uh, me stop you there. Just yeah. hold that up because let's just remind people: before you had only two sources. Suggest Google suggest and AdWords. Yeah. That yeah. was it. Well, and both of those, <laughs> it, you're looking at keyword data. So, yeah. so it's moved from uh, understanding keywords to understanding entities. This is the change from mm. 2010 to 2020. In 2010, we were all looking at whatever data we could get that says how many people are typing mm. in this keyword into into mm. the search engines. And as you say, um, you know, Google's Ad Planner API was one one tool. Uh, and then, you know, if you're getting volumes out of of Google um, trend information, mm. uh, is another tool. Uh, there were others along the way, though, because of course, Compete.com was one. Um, uh, I think Alexa, not Alexa, the uh, thing you talk to, but Alexa that's owned by Yahoo, uh, tried to have some, has some numbers as well. Still, Ahrefs have numbers and Simrush have numbers. Um, uh, but I think that um, their their raw data, their sources are getting uh, pulled out from under them in all sorts of ways. SimilarWeb had numbers. <coughs> um, yeah, but you, uh, you, you, you are, if you don't follow the news, like SimilarWeb got a took a big hit. They, they, yeah. they had to remove a lot of. Uh, they did could not access a lot of like huge chunk of data. So yeah. how did? Well, there, there was problems with the underlying <laughs> stuff. Oh, and a, a big a big supplier of that data mm. uh, was a uh, was actually a, a Eastern European um, uh, virus software. So what mm -hmm. it was doing, it was virus checking, yep. but it was also 
um, taking anonymously or supposedly anonymously um, the, uh, the the keyword information at, at great scale, uh, and then it was uh, churning that out. And then it was used by they set up JumpShot to uh, to to then right. syndicate out. I think mm. it was JumpShot uh, to syndicate out the uh, the keyword data through to uh, to different tools and stuff. But eventually, <laughs> there became an ethical problem between an antivirus software taking data and then reusing it and repurposing it, and they they closed down the data source. So a huge number of uh, right. systems uh, lost that keyword data. Maybe I shouldn't say it, but do you know where SEMrush comes from? Uh, you can say what you like. I'm not going to possibly <laughs> comment, mate. You know, well, I mean, every, I mean, I know that it comes from the, you know, the, a lot of that data is um, SEO quake driven. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, that's be, how you um, started. Yeah. I loved SEO quake in the day. Mm. And, and back in 2010, I, I, I used it, but it was the first thing that I plugged into my uh, to my browser. Mm. And and you could feel it slowing down your your, your system. Yeah, I was pulling so much data. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was sharing data and building data and stuff. And a, a really clever back in that time, a really clever mm. uh, idea. Mm. But you know, I think things have moved on quite a lot mm. for those guys. I mean, that's a publicly quoted company now. It's a mm. it's a, a massive organization, uh, and I suspect that they you know they'll use data wherever it comes from. That's uh, that's appropriate. That's clever guys. Uh, uh, didn't they also buy uh, Majestic data? Did you guys make a deal so, back when uh, you were there? Majestic, Majestic has has a uh, has a relationship with um, with uh, Semrush. Uh, when I left, anyway, I don't know mm. if uh, things have changed since then. But uh, in that the uh, their backlink audits, you can plug in Majestic data on on, on top, a layer on top. So okay. yeah, Majestic has a a thing called Open Apps, which okay, is okay. Uh, you it. can sit there and have okay. your 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 small small majestic account. You can plug it into any other technology that that, mm. that chooses to mm. uh, to layers in that way. So it's not the same kind of relationship as some of the uh, some 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 other players who are um, licensing the majestic data mm. um, Got full it. scale. Got it. Got it. Uh, but uh, but but yeah, mm. it, it, it it does go in there. Yeah. yeah. So guys, again, babe, the most important lesson here. Uh, two seconds. We'll go through the list, but. If you can't adapt, mm. you will disappear. It's as simple as that. If you stand, if you have it and already, and probably you yeah. already have, and you're still wondering why you can't get back to where you to those giddy heights. Yeah, yeah. All you know is that you know nothing. If you stand, and if you make the mistake of believing that it can, if you become romantic, nostalgic, if you, if you say no. It still exists. I, I don't want to believe that this is going away. It's gone. It's not going back. Move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and being at the right place at the right time, you got to work on your luck. Dixon's career is a perfect example on how you. you have to be at the right time. No need to be there early. Okay. Just... No need to do semantic SEO like 15 years ago. <laughs> okay, that was even if you could think Looking about it with, with the topical page rank and all. No, no, no. Now is the time. Now is the time. I, I think I'm lucky though because I've 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 gone tool side. So I do I I did find after 10 years of it um, anyway at the agency side that idea of waking up in the morning just waiting for an mm -hmm. algorithm change. Uh, it's, it's, it's a horrible way to live. And I do feel very sorry for all of my customers uh, that, that have to live with this kind of, you know, especially mm. the ones that are agency side because they, they, they wake up in the morning 
and they've done a good job for their customer for six months, and then the algorithm changes. There's only one way to go from there. You, if you're good, <laughs> then an algorithm changes, it goes bad. And so yeah. unless you've unless you've prepared the customer um, for you know for for the this black swan experience mm-hmm. of of an unknown unknown. You don't know what's going to change tomorrow. You don't exactly. know how the algorithm is going to change. You just know that if you're optimized yesterday and they change an algorithm, you're not optimized tomorrow. Um, and and the um, the effects uh, could be minor, but they also could be catastrophic. Um, and it could take you months to figure out what 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 happened or what went wrong. Um, and it's a mm-hmm. difficult um, difficult place to be, but. Um, if you know that, having known that, having known that the only certainty in this world uh, is that Google's going to change its algorithms on a, on a regular basis, and we know they do, we know they change them seven or eight times a day, they're testing all sorts of things, um, then um, you can then build your business to, um, to uh, embrace the idea of black swans, of, of changes that you couldn't possibly foresee. And the way that you do that is moving from a keyword-based uh, approach um, and uh, and saying, right, I need to be here for this key phrase, to an entity-based approach, which is I need to be the best mm. person in my field for this thing. Okay, hold on. Let me go through the whole list and then... Right. So SEO 2010 was about keywords. SEO yeah. 2010, 20 is about entities, topic, clusters, all that stuff. Absolutely. Search volume... 2010, today is about being relevant, user intent. Relevant to the user, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, relevant to the user, yeah. 2010 was keyword research. Now it's audience segmentation, all that good stuff, trying to understand yeah. who you're talking to. Who your customer is, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Back yeah, yeah. in 2010, it was all about backlinks, and that's it. It was all about backlinks. Yeah. It's now, still... now I'd say it's about context in those backlinks. Yeah, it's engagement, context. engagement, yeah. Yeah. more absolutely. than just backlink. And even on the yeah. mobile for... If, oh yeah, 2010 it was about desktop. Now it's about mobile. Yeah, yeah. and on mobile it, engagement. In my opinion, this is in my opinion, especially for Google Discover, engagement meaning clicks on links from 80% of shared links on dark social, Skype, WhatsApp, Zoom, all that stuff. So in my opinion, again, my just me, I believe that clicks from, for example, if you do like a SMS. Uh, mailing list i don't know what's a sms list and yeah. people click massively on your link or uh, wherever it is on dark social i believe that will have a meaningful impact more than a do follow link for seo page rank yeah. uh, can, I, can i add one more thing that i think has fundamentally changed between 2010 and 2020 i think in 2010 it was all about html pages uh you know urls and now I think it's much more about um, rich content, the content behind that URL. Mm. So it's about the videos, it's about the pictures, it's about the the podcast, it's about the uh, the um, the answers. It's 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 basically a much richer um, thing. Uh, and 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 the the search results don't have to mm. even be a web page anymore. It can be you know, mm. oh, here, here's your local dealer. You know, let, let me even extend on that because in 2010 we didn't care about content. Okay. Title tag mm. plus links, mm. period. Yeah, yeah. Backlinks with uncle text and title tag. We did the, the the block of content. We didn't care. Yeah, yeah. we didn't care. Like, yeah, yeah. It was there. It was there. Sure, but that that was not like the big lever. Big lever was links with a uh, anchor text. 
there was, so much there was, above all. Yeah, they didn't. There was very little uh, relationship outside outside brands themselves. Mm. You know, searches for brands. There was very real, little relationship between searching for a result and uh, an understanding of quality of the mm. uh, the person or the, that 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 results ability to uh, to to show mm. professionalism in that field. And I think there's been a lot of work on that. You know. Google improved a lot, yeah. To, yeah, yeah. I, I would not use the word understand yeah. content, but yeah. analyze content. Because yeah, I, would, I also wouldn't necessarily say improved. I think they've got a model which eventually will be a better, uh, a better uh, put put them in a much better place, and they bet the bet, bet the uh, bet the farm on it. Um, no, but, no, where uh, they see improved is the how they analyze the content, how they yeah. It's quote oh, yeah, unquote yeah. understand content. Just just yeah. that. Not about the yeah. machine learning stuff that kind yeah. of, <laughs> we talked about that. That's broken. Of course, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but our boy, right uh Pakai is, is on. Did you see the keynote, the, the search on 2020? I did not. Sorry. <laughs> well, you <laughs> get a I I'll, I'll give you the blog post because he's just confirming that we were right. Top top subtopics, passages. I mean it's just what we've, we've been preaching is just saying, yeah, yeah, that's the way. I'm, I'm amazed that you know, I you know, ten years. Uh, it's taken ten years for uh, other people to kind of get this kind of categorization, mm -hmm. and, and you know, I think that Majestic got very lucky hitting on this this idea of topics mm. and things um back in uh, what, 2012 13 mm. something like that uh and and i and i'm even more excited um now i see how inlinks has um categorized um everything in its knowledge graph because uh, we you know we've got a, a massive knowledge base um of, of our own and uh and it's all categorized by topic um and uh, a lot of energy has got into that. You can't just go to Wikipedia and get the categorization and expect it to work for you because categorization of uh, how do you categorize the concept of engine? Uh, do you categorize that in the technology category um, or in the automobile category? Um, you know, it really depends on context. You know, is an engine a combustion engine or is it a search engine? Well, it's both, isn't it? So, um, so on its own, a word or a phrase doesn't necessarily mean very much. And it's only when you understand its its underlying context, which can be extracted by natural language processing and seeing the words around it, um, or it can be extracted by finding out um, other associated entities on the same uh, page and whether which ones are semantically close. Um, but either way, if you're not doing that, if you're not building up this knowledge graph, and I don't think very many systems are able to do it, then... Um, then you're still relying on the 2010, you know, uh, keyword um, volume uh, approach, and the keyword volume approach isn't lasting very long. You know, no, no. people change language for a start. <laughs> it's uh, about being relevant, about about matching the user intent. That's the key because volume doesn't make. Yeah, sure. Back in the days when it was just 100% Google. And just one keyword, one URL, a click-through rate, and money. It was simple, okay? Simple math. Google, yeah. keyword, page, CTR, money. Yeah. Now it's it evolved. It's very different. And that brings us on to the, 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 the second one, the search volume versus uh, in 2010 versus user intent now. Now, looking back on it, it's absolutely obvious. Let's, you know, if you're a business, okay, if you're a if you're a Facebook or an Apple or a Google, then you know these rules maybe don't apply to you. But you know what? We're not. We are 
book salespeople or we're laundromats or we're uh, or, or technology providers or we sell cars, whatever it may be. But we are a business that is unlikely to be able to talk to 7 billion people on the planet all in one go. Mm. We have to start by choosing what language, uh, what country, what audience, you know. Um, but going the other way around, you know, we don't want to, we can't be expected to get a monopoly just by playing this game. Mm. You know, we can't get a monopoly um, uh, for a big keyword and then expect people to only buy books from your bookshop. You know, true, they're going to buy books from all sorts of places, um, but they may they may only buy black swans from your bookshop because mm. you're the only person that's got a license to sell black swans. Or um, So there are ways in which any business can um, narrow their focus and uh, capture the hearts and minds of people, a specific type of people with a specific user intent. And I think that philosophy is how Google between 2010 and 2020 has justified growing and growing by saying, you know what? We can we can still have the web growing in this sort of in this amazing sort of expansion of knowledge um, and and be meaningful in our results as long as we make sure that the content that we're bringing back is more and more and more and more narrowly focused so that um, uh, not not around a keyword but around ideas. So you know uh, so you've got to specialize. Um, you've got to be good at something. Um, for somebody now, whereas before you just had to appear good for a keyword, mm. um, but now it's it's a, the for somebody, and and Google has, has been able to say right. If the more I understand about the user, um, the more I can substitute out one web page for another web page in the results, or one idea for another idea in the results, because I know more about the user and I can get a much richer feel, uh, and that comes out a huge amount in. Uh, on Android devices, I, I'm an iPhone man, but on Android devices, you've got um, Google Discover, which which appears on your phone every day. Of you know, you search something, and then it suddenly suddenly tells you other ideas that you that they think are going to be important for you. That's predictive uh, and, search. You know, they they push well, relevant think, stuff before think, you search. Yeah, I think they're finding um, uh, semantically close uh, mm. pages that are talking about semantically close ideas that they think are relevant to mm. the to the user. So they're building up a knowledge graph of the user's um, interests and behaviors um, uh, as, as long as they're allowed to. If you don't, if you cut it all off, it, it, it's less effective. Um, uh, but they're picking pick, picking up that that picture for the user. So this user knows about you know. Black Swans and um, and uh, Milton Keynes mm. and uh, and um, uh, interlinking and uh, you know and he's a bad guitar player. Sorry, I was picking up my guitar here. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, so he's got got these patterns of of, of my behaviour, and that's going to influence the results. And I, and I know it does because when I go onto YouTube and I'm searching for internal links, then it kind of pops up and shows me a, a, a guitar lesson because I'm a very bad guitar player and I've been spending mm. time looking uh, at guitar. Um, lessons. So, uh, so this uh, this idea of you've got a knowledge graph of any set of data um, of ideas. You, so the user has their their knowledge graph imprint. Your web page has a knowledge graph imprint. Unless those two collide, then there isn't a match. And that wasn't something that was even thought about in 2010. But increasingly, that's the way it's working now. I have a question for you. Do you think? They hyper like super profile people and, and say, okay, 
Dixon Jones, mm -hmm. he's a nerd. <laughs> he's about search, SEO, but also guitar, and he travels a lot. So you have those kind of hashtags. Uh, at, mm -hmm. or, uh, and I, I get this, uh, this word from Google also in 2005. They were working on the smell of the user. They use yeah. that, that, yeah. that term, smell. <clears throat> or do they put you in a bucket? Okay. Well, you okay, are like that, in the nerd bucket. I don't know what you know. That, that depends a little bit on what country they're they're operating in, actually, and because they operate in a lot of countries, and they have, it's a legal question, I think. Uh, well, it's a legal question, and it's a user preference question. So, uh, I, I don't think many of us have been into the the, the preferences section of of Google. Uh, but if you go into my Google or whatever, and you start setting your preferences. There is a huge amount of stuff that you can switch on and switch off. And if you switch it all off, you're, you're not going to be able to use Google very much. It's surprising. Mm. Um, but, uh, but by offering that level of granularity, the answer to your question becomes quite um, – uh, not, I'm not saying it depends, but I'm saying um, they, their argument is that uh, the answer to that question lies in the user's hands. The user can, to a certain extent mm. – control how much in it. So in my preferences, I have switched off to all um, contextual-based advertising. So I've, mm -hmm. I've, I've asked, I want to get the, the advert that is based on what text is on the page, not the one that's targeted at me. I, I find it incongruous to go to a page on <laughs> guitars and mm -hmm. seeing an advert for, oh. uh, for a, an SEO technology. That, to me, is my idea of uh, a privacy invasion. Um, I don't know if that makes any difference to other people, but it makes a difference to me. So I've switched that off, but I have not switched off the um, uh, Google's ability to track what I'm searching mm -hmm. for because um, that starts to uh, starts to smack of me trying to spy or trying to trying to uh, uh, manipulate results. If I want to if I want to get results that are uh, unbiased, I go to startpage.org or, uh, or, or or other methodologies to tr startpage.com, mm. which will give me sort of un unfiltered kind mm. of results. Uh, but um, but I think that there is quite a lot of personalization if you allow Google into mm. your world, uh, and there's less if if not. But on the other hand, I think that Facebook, and I might be wrong about this, but I think that Facebook took a took a different turn when GDPR came out in Europe. Um, they realized that they were tracking far too much, uh, and they were getting a lot, a lot of heat, and they're still getting sued, sued for all of that stuff. But um, I think the underlying thing that they are starting to do is instead of um, uh, targeting based on um, the individual, they're starting to twist the idea of bringing communities up and starting to target communities. A community is about an idea, and then you opt into that community or opt out of that community. That community, and their argument then is, "Hey, um, we're not targeting the individuals in the community, but we're, we, you know, the community is a thing that is not personally identifiable. You can choose whether to mm -hmm. go in or out, but surely we can say what adverts we put into the." guitar playing community you know um so so it, it's a different way of measuring and and that way they are getting the smell of a person really you know uh because they can say right we're going to target the people that are in communities mm. like like the guitar playing community um and uh and you know they'll still pick up those individuals but they haven't tracked those individuals they've targeted the communities that that they're in so uh it's it's a long story for that playing out because uh i i think that there is a lot of tracking um, it and, and I think that in the uh, US, uh, well, not California. California is bringing in GDPR laws, as, has brought those in as well. Uh, this this idea, the biggest idea is if if 
if it's personally identifiable information um, and they're going to call IP addresses personally identifiable, then that becomes a challenge um, because a lot of the metrics are based on IP <laughs> numbers still. Uh, so, you know, but, I, um, but as long as, as long as they're using it um, just for yourself, then I think that they'll, mm. they've got an argument, but we'll see, we're going to have to see how that plays out legally. Um, yeah, because either they have to go back to the old way, meaning mm. it, it makes more sense even, okay, you have a blog post about guitar, yeah. target the content. You don't need to target yeah. the user, just put ads about music related yeah. or guitar if you want. Which worked for a <laughs> but while, but of, course, but of course you're going to get a much better yeah. idea if Google knows whether you're a good guitarist or a bad Exactly, guitarist. exactly. That was too easy. That was before. That was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and where, where it gets ethically uh, worrying is, is when they know whether you're going to vote liberal or conservative, you know, that's, that's the... Uh, exactly. Or socialist, you know, that's the, uh, the, the danger there. And um, then second solution that will... It's there, it exists, is everything about you stays on the device. It doesn't go up to the cloud, but of course, that's not a solution that they like. Not because you're, well, also it's a problematic one because, of course, you're using your mobile phone and you're using multiple devices now. So that's another big difference yes. between now and ten years ago. Yeah. Ten years ago, we got in, we got onto our computers, and we started typing and stuff. Um, and I suppose iPhones had come in by then, but you know, it was starting to, to cause a problem. This idea of tracking by device was a, was mm. was a problem, and that's why they moved towards you know tracking by by users, which makes more sense anyway, but also becomes more problematic. Now, another thing that's changed along that time as well is that the gener our generation, my generation, um, is uh, sees this as a uh, an, an invasion of privacy. The younger generation, um, you know, uh, don't. Mm. They see that as an acceptable um, way, uh, acceptable behavior. Um, and I, I and I guess the longer um, the Googles and the Facebooks can hold off from um, from being forced to be broken up or whatever, uh, the more chance they have of surviving, um, basically, because. Mm. Uh, because world opinion will realize that you can't easily put the genie back in the box. Um, we are now connected, and, uh, and we, we're almost connected with pheromones. You know, you say smell. It's I, you know, I think it, it, we're not so different to a beehive, where you know the queen, <laughs> true, the queen is true. sending out signals, uh, and eventually, you know, I, as as a, I know whether I'm a worker ant or a flying ant or a, or a bee that collects pollen or one that you know guards the runway as people <laughs> land. You know, uh, and um, and, and we are we are acting in a very similar uh, uh, way to any other large colony, uh, whether it's an ant hill, mole hill, uh, sorry, ant hill, or a, or, a, or a, you know a, a, a pack of lions or whatever. We're pretty predictable. It's surprising. We may not be individually predictable, and as individuals, we think that we're being mm. unique and unusual. But um, yeah, we're really not. We're not. You know. We're, we're creatures yeah. of habit, you know. Yeah, yeah, our our, our jobs are, you know, stay alive long enough, long, long enough to procrastinate. Try and stay alive long enough to make sure they uh, to, not, to procrastinate, to procreate. <laughs> sorry, to have kids. <laughs> <laughs> Procrastination is what comes up at my age. I just spend my life correct. But then stay long enough, old enough, long enough, uh, stay long, alive long enough to bring those kids up. Uh, and then, you know, if you're lucky, you can also bring up some grandkids and, and help things out um, for society and stuff along the way. You know, this is our basic basic needs. Um, 
but in order to get there, we're acting as a society and, and we all end up with different jobs. But all of these jobs then mathematically end up to, to create a, yeah. a, a system that makes us all work. Same with the internet. It's uh, it's sending out signals, and the more you um, the more you give to the system, the more you personally can get back. But at the same time, the more you're becoming, you know, part of the Borg. Um, and and it's a it's a difficult thing. I don't think there's that many people that are living off the grid, you know. And everybody could have done. We could have all said no. We could have all been luddites and, and disagreed to the, with this idea. But even even the uh, uh, you know. Even the most uh, technophobic of youngsters um, have mobile phones and uh, are happy that these have to track. Otherwise, you couldn't ring. You know, someone's got to know which telephone pylon to send an electronic signal to if you're going to ring. So, if you're carrying a mobile phone, you've you've given mm. into the Borg. <laughs> I, I do. Uh, I, I like uh, when you go to dinner with people, and, and I like to ask the question. Okay, if Google comes up to you and says, "I put a chip." in your brain or in your arm or whatever and uh, I can tell you if you're going to get cancer can make you live up to 200 years will you do it mm. and you, like you said before usually it's like the older generation is like nah and, but they're like yeah but maybe I want to do it for my kids you know me me no I want to <laughs> let me die early but yeah for my kids yeah it sounds good yeah it's, it's going to be interesting I, 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 and you know what I, it's 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 coming. I mean, I, I'm I'm surprised that our glass Google Glass hasn't hasn't yet taken off. But don't give up on it. I, it's coming. We will all wear glasses that will will um, they, be. They, uh, they just cut off the the glasses. Uh, the big. Um, I think they're going more like contact lenses or yeah, stylish. Yeah, they, okay. they bought out a the company with are. very stylish, like augmented reality glasses. Mm, uh, mm. Uh, I'd rather wear glasses because I can take them off. Uh, you know, but um, I can't wear contacts anyway. I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a glasses guy. But here's the thing: we're already close to getting that in, that 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 thing in our in our um, Neuralink. Elon Musk, you I, could get a Fitbit in your brain. Like you can this, buy it; it's ready. This thing is amazing. I bought this three days ago. It's a Withings a Withings watch, and it's called a Scan Watch. And um, yes, Fitbits and things to uh, measure your heart rate and stuff like that. This is, uh, I can do ECGs with this. Wow. It measures the oxygen level in my blood with this. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's not just measuring how many steps mm -hmm. I'm doing, but it'll tell me how many floors I got and down and stuff like that. But, you know, when you start to measure your oxygen levels um, and, and, and then it can, it can report, it, it can sit there and say, right, if you're get, starting to get an erratic heart rate, you know, it'll, it'll tell you about it. You're about to have a heart attack, Dixon, get to a bloody hospital. <laughs> that is... You know that's a quite a long way down. You know, and, and it's just you know amazing technology without without being invasive. Um, uh, but uh, uh, yeah, hopefully they're not sharing that with um, you know MI five. No. Not that I not that I care. But. Uh, uh, again, conspiracies. Uh, yeah. I've heard. I've heard links CIA Google yeah let's not go down let's focus well, I, on I, I think I think it's uh, I think COVID is very very interesting in our uh, it's shown us our ability to adapt a lot more than we thought we were prepared to adapt as society um uh track and trace um you know tracing where you are was something that we saw as something we didn't really want until COVID came along and now I don't know. I don't know how it is in uh, in Andorra. Probably you're already in Andorra, and you don't go around too much, or France, or Spain. 
But in the UK, um, you know, we all have an app on our phone that is um, not only, uh, you know, we check in every time we go into a shop or a pub or whatever, just you know, put it up against the wall just to check in. Mm. So it's a layer on top of the phone system, um, but it's tying in, you know, so, so that when somebody's got coronavirus, theoretically, it can all get, you can get a message on your phone saying, three days ago, you were in uh, the same place as a known coronavirus, uh, coronavirus outbreak and, you know, lock yourself down for 14 days. Um, I don't know if it's working. It may be just making us feel good. Um, we don't seem to be, uh, 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 we, we, we seem to all be getting coronavirus, but we don't seem to be dying it much, that much quicker than we were before, but who knows? Uh, so um, maybe it's working, maybe it isn't. But um, the point is we've accepted it. Yes. Um, we've accepted it because yes. we believe it's good and because we, you know, believe it's 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 good for the the, the the for society. I don't think every society would accept it, that. It, it's um, his name is uh, Raymond Lowy. is an industrial designer from the twenties or thirties, and he he was saying that for something to succeed, it, it needs to be revolutionary yet acceptable. Mm, mm. So. Yeah. Even yeah. if the technology is ready in in labs for years, it needs to be socially acceptable. Uh, to yeah, yeah, I think there's another one on there. Is it's also got to be um, yeah, it's got to be new, uh, acceptable, and uh, and uh, and at the mm. right time or something. It's, mm. You know, there's a time factor or something. And this conversation is not so far out from our original topic of SEO in 2020 versus SEO in 2010. Yeah, because sorry it sounds, we, yeah, sorry it sounds we've gone no, off. No, no, but it, 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 it's there. It's there. It's, we are going there. The, smart, the smartphone it will be in antique shops. It's Once the chip is in our body, then there's no need for that device anymore. Mm. Uh, it will be like augmented reality. So, so this is not like science fiction. This is it's just a time, matter of time of when, yeah. when it's it socially, acceptable. yeah, acceptable, socially acceptable. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. but it's ready. Technology is ready for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's finish the list with um, backlinks. Backlinks, yeah, because yeah. that's a more contro controversial one than yeah. all the other ones. Make sense, and definitely, most definitely, look at inlinks as a, a solution to fit better. Uh, how you need to address that issue of exploring the topic of struct that structured data or semantic web and all that stuff and, and being able to be relevant at the right time, at the right place for the right person. Well, I think the difference between 2010, if you, if you say that the difference was backlinks in 2010 and now it's uh, context and, and, and engagement and user engagement in 2020, I think that needs a little clarification before you go on to the mm. semantic stuff. I, I I don't think backlinks have gone away. No, no. I Let me just say, hold on, hold on. I said, especially on mobile, especially for yeah. Google Discover. Yeah. In yeah. my opinion, backlinks, the uh, not like, let's say like a SEO do follow backlink that is not clicked will have for Google Discover, for on which is specifically on mobile um, engagement. In my opinion, will have more impact than uh, the Google old uh, backlink. Not for the Google first index uh, thing for Discover. I think uh, I think that's that's not so clear. 
Um, so maybe we can disagree. And, oh, it's, and who knows, it's who just knows out of my, yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah, totally, uh, it's not, just it's not my opinion. Who's, who's no. right, who's mm. wrong. But I think that, um, I think that Google has found other ways to, um, to, um, present, uh, a, a surface, uh, meaningful results, uh, beyond, um, the PageRank algorithm, and even beyond the the reasonable surfer algorithm, um, uh, which which were heavily uh, backlink focused, and the first phase of that was putting topics into those mm. backlinks, so topical PageRank. Um, uh, but but that's a different approach uh, to the 2020s of of um, of understanding uh, concepts and ideas um, independently of where they're linking to. Mm. So understanding. Uh, you know that Bob Geldof, um, you know, was the lead singer of the Boomtown Rats and was the person that made Live Aid happen, and it was the person that um, was throwing tantrums on the Thames during the Brexit, um, the Brexit wars, uh, and uh, you know, uh, and uh, was married to um, to a lady who um, uh, who who is, is now no, unfortunately no longer with us. Um, so, you know, those those are all things. That Google couldn't pick to put together back in 2010. It couldn't True. put all those things into one idea, um, uh, and, and this is this is it's the knowledge base. So you know this is um, something that they can do now that they couldn't do 10 years ago, and um, and that doesn't depend on links really very much, just for discovery really. But it doesn't really depend on links for uh, because it's not it's not linking to individual pages it's mm. taking those pages yes it may be linking to say this is the citation this is where we got this information from this is from wikipedia this is from you know imdb whatever it may be um but 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 the the knowledge panel is showing in its own right and trying to to give you you know a biography of 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 bob geldof just from the uh, just just mm. from the results and, and and so in that context i think links become backlinks become much less relevant um, and uh, and the entity becomes much much more relevant. And the, the challenge for digital mm. marketers is how do you then still get per the, you know get get the user from seeing that knowledge graph to getting back to your 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 environment, your world. You know how do you get them to buy from mm. you if they're starting and, and looking at this this knowledge panel over here? And the 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 solution is. That you have to influence the entity, the actual thing itself. You have to be an influencer of the thing. So you know, you've got to be you know Bob Geldof's child or Bob Geldof's band producer or mm. somebody that played at Live Aid, and then you will be connected to Bob yes. Geldof, and that relationship will be. There shown. needs to be a path. Yeah, and you can't just sit there in your ivory tower and suddenly say, "Today, I'm going to be an expert in." I don't know blues, uh, blues, rock and roll. You know, uh, you know, or or uh, or astrophysics. Um, you can't do that anymore because uh, you need to build up influence within that narrow vertical, uh, and that narrow mm. vertical is an entity. And you're much better writing content and putting semantic um, schema uh, in in your content to sit there and, and help Google see that this page is about this entity mm. and tie it through content mapping um and 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 say to, say to google here's some stuff that you can you know add to the to the knowledge graph for this idea um and, and this is it and then 
and then what Inlinks is doing is saying, and then every time I talk about this idea on these other pages here, I'm going to take that sentence and, and say, right, I've mentioned an ancillary idea of blues, rock and roll. I'm going to link through to the blues, mm -hmm. rock and roll page here, which is kind of my, my real source, uh, and reinforce that idea. So you can write about 20 different things on another page over here, and each sentence is, is a different, talking about different topics and different ideas and different entities. Uh, but if you've got a landing page that you've already made as your your page that's about that entity, then, you know, link through that that that, that idea through and then, you know, make it very clear in your machine, uh, in your schema to say, this is what this is about. This is mm. the, the what, if it's FAQs, this is what you're answering. And then beyond beyond that, one day you want to become the entity. You mm. want to be an entity of your own, um, you know. To go back to your example about engine, don't try to be funny. For example, if your page is about the search engine, don't use terms, for example, what's under the hood of a search engine. No, hood yeah. is about yeah, it's, engine it's, for car. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a dilemma. I, and I, and I've, um, I would agree with you. I absolutely would agree with you. And I've got an algorithms to prove it. And if you sit there and, and read some text that, uh, that, that I've written in the past that does that sort of thing, yes, all of a sudden it thinks that, you know, it's my engine is talking about cars and not talking about mm. search engines. So absolutely, you're right. On the other hand, uh, at my own podcast, um, in, in, in Link's podcast, is called The Knowledge Panel. Um, and so it's got a play on words, um, which I like, you know. And uh, Michael King came on the other day and, and said, yeah, I, lo I love that you've played on that as a title oh. for the show. But, of course, it is screwing with a machine learning. So I, so, so I need to be a little bit careful about that kind of approach because I'm trying to now turn Knowledge Panel into well, you know another mm, meaning for it and i and i actually can cannibalize my own no you just uh, have to work a lot to build a brand an entity okay yeah. knowledge yeah. panel needs to become something that is associated together and it's it's something it needs to be yeah. substantial enough well we could debate that anything is an entity but uh, yeah. not entities are created equal and some are much more powerful than others True. so so you can and until, just and, 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 and until they're in a database that is going to be yeah. taken seriously in a machine structured form then then they're not going to be uh, recognized as an entity you know what one hint you can have guys is for example today if you search seo conspiracy or knowledge panel is in google trends we don't exist yeah. SEO and conspiracy don't exist and, and Dixon's but look it up in I don't know how long it takes, how long how much you work on, on the branding part. But if we do the job right, yeah. it will appear in Google Trends. And yeah. hopefully you will see an increase in, in the demand. That's how you build uh well you become I guess famous on the internet and and, and yeah. you also uh, take more uh, you could train Google. That's that's what I'm saying. You could train Google to associate yeah. things together, uh, and it's just a matter of doing the the work to achieve mm. that. Mm. But spreading your truth all over the place, and and the most difficult is you need to get other people to talk about it and to mention it, and mm. then it will become a thing. Otherwise, yeah. you, you yourself is not enough. You are not loud enough to 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 make it become substantial enough. I, I well I, yeah I think I I, I I I by the end of this I very much hope that um, that uh, the inlinks mm. is is an entity. Mm. I mean, 
Majestic did have a Wikipedia directory listing, and you know that by definition then kind of makes it an entity, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and and so did a, a lot of other systems out there, um, and most of them have been kicked off by. Probably one of the tools has got a really good editor in Wikipedia. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and so one's left behind, uh, conspiracy theory. Um, but that doesn't necessarily matter. You know, if you're if you're big enough uh, in your field, you will be recognized True. as an entity. Exactly. Um, and, uh, and, and, and you can do quite a lot in SEO to help that along, mm. I think. And schema is one of the ways to do that. Um, uh, linking is still part of that. Topical linking uh, is is a is a good way to do that. Also, mm. associating yourselves with influences in those industries. I mean, one of the interesting things is you know you're doing all your uh, webinars uh, and your you have uh, influencers who are influential in in, in this our specific mm. niche. You don't have uh, Brian Cox, the world famous astrophysicist, mm. on. Um, uh, it would be interesting if you did. But um, but it would it would change the nature of uh, of the entity of mm. SEOconspiracy.com by doing so, um, and I think that that's uh, this is this is and this whole thought process just didn't exist in Google ten years ago. True. But this is the the thought process that exists in 2020, and it's not the thought process that that, the, that a lot of the old school SEOs have been um, thinking about. Mm-hmm. They're still training people around, you know, how many people type in buy book. Um, into into Google, mm. and that that is a meaningless number. Getting to the top of the, of, of of Google for by book uh, is is not helpful. And uh, uh, but in in, in two thousand ten, we loved that idea. But <laughs> now, not so important. What's crazy about those very big keywords? In my experience, in my experience, some convert like crazy, mm. and some mm. others. Nothing. Of course, of and it course. makes no sense. Like, for example, I have one. Flowers converts. You can mm-hmm. sell flowers. Gift, mm. nada, nothing. Mm-hmm. What's the difference yeah. between flowers, flower and gift? I don't know. <laughs> I, I could not make any sense of it. So I, I, I quit trying to understand uh, why this one converts and the other one. But to, to just to, to go back uh, one second on the... Um, to finish up my thinking, my, my tinfoil about this, this uh, change around backlinks is I forgot everything I knew and I was, okay, here's an ecosystem. For once, Google has the hardware, Android, or the mm. software and the, they have the, the, the surrounding around uh, the search. Yeah. The ecosystem, yeah, yeah, the environment the, in which... Meaning the level of profiling they can do on an Android phone, especially if you use Google Assistant, and if you turn on all the, the settings that you said, is nothing compared to what they have on the computer with the search engine. What they can do as far as profiling on that ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And that's why... And I was like, okay, I know that supposedly 80% of all the shared knowledge and links are invisible to Google, except on the mobile. Mm. Well, if you use Chrome, but yeah, but if you have Zoom or WhatsApp, it's not Chrome or it's complicated on the computer. Well, on the mobile, it's just mm-hmm. all there. And um, uh, you, you allow Google actually to... Because it has the power, it has the operating yeah. system, so it's the source. The, the interesting thing about that is that um, the signals that it picks up on mobile, um, from that perspective, 
it can't use it can't tag to individuals or shouldn't because it's only got a sample because it hasn't got mm. a monopoly of, of all the users. So um, so the signals that it picks up there should be relevant to the content or subject matter that, mm. that, that that's being so people clicking through and stuff is is only helping to provide context and uh, and uh, and and um, measurements or, 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 uh, mm. or that, that could be applied to the to the to the content. Um, Whereas uh, the user then opts in to, to things, and basically, if you're logged in, then you can it can give you very very personalised stuff. But I think that's got to be um, a much more um, uh, a much more opt-in-y kind of thing, um, anyway. Regardless of of, of the laws, it's, you know, because because um, uh, some some people won't have the same access to the same technology, mm -hmm. so you've got to opt into the uh, to the to the permission-based thing. I mean, Google can still get it by. In fact, I use Google Maps instead of Apple Maps or, or whatever. They still find find places where where I'm in the in the ecosystem. But um, Android itself essentially only only has you know half of the world's population. Mm. So the other half yeah. um, can't can't be can't be tapped in that way. Even even uh, the love and hate relationship between Google and Facebook. Google would love to go. And I was surprised because the other week I saw a feature snippet. Oh, it was no, it was on the right column. And it was, this comes from Facebook. I'm like, what? This is new. <laughs> mm. Facebook is letting Google come inside and pull that out. Uh, well, I mean, certainly Facebook have their own SEOs. They've got an SEO team at Facebook. I mean, it's a massive company. Why wouldn't they? You know, but uh, but I've 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 seen people with Facebook badges on at PubCon conferences. No, but you know, it's, uh, it's a, just Facebook doesn't let Google in all over the place. So sometimes no. it sees stuff, sometimes it doesn't. It's not uh, Google can't. But it doesn't crawl. mean to say that yeah. it doesn't want traffic from Google. To, <laughs> it, exactly, it, uh, uh, it's, it's a love so, or hate so relationship. Of course, they got the world, the, the, the world gardens. So it's a very interesting way in which Facebook can can block and and mm. and people people can wake up in the morning and spend their day on Facebook. Um, and never go, um, never go to yeah. a, a web browser. You know, this yeah. was on Facebook. Um, it's a, so it's that, a chunk of the it, internet in itself. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a whole, a whole little ecosystem, uh, and uh, not so little. So I think that, um, but the fact that, F, that Facebook do have their own SEOs means that they do want to let you know people find find Facebook uh, uh, things. But it's a question of what and when. Yeah, exactly. And I have no exactly. idea about that strategy. I'm, I don't work for Facebook. So, And to finish up, do you think that we kind of knew all, all along, but uh, or we had a I feel like we had a sense of what we needed to do, but who cares? Why work? Why? This is hard. Okay, this is much harder to figure out user intent, especially... Let's take an example. You have a query which is highly commercial, like um, mm. women's shoes on sale or something like that, where you would say, okay, the user intent is very simple here. People want to buy, so I want to push my product page. Only problem is everybody, the top 100 are just product pages. So now, if you want to become very good, you, you, have, to, you have to figure out how you can still stay with it, that intent, but send a different signal than the others to please Google to say, hey, yes, this, this is still within the intent, 
but it's the same but different. I like it. Let's bring it on because I'm sick of all those other ones. It's it's a very very difficult thing, isn't it? Very because difficult. You've got to get people into your world a lot earlier in the funnel, and this is why you have to be an expert in the industry, because you know there's a massive difference from a user that says buy a vacuum cleaner to buy a Dyson. That is a massive difference in uh, in user intent at that particular point. If they want to buy a Dyson. Dyson's the only one that's going to buy. It. You, you may still buy it from, you know, from Curry's or, or whatever your shops are in, uh, you know, from um, Carrefour or whatever. Um, uh, but so you may have a different choice. But you've decided that you're going to buy a Dyson. So the the problem with the theory for us of answer the user the answer the user intent is um, until the customer already has a reason to be interested in your brand you're not trying to fulfill the user's intent you're trying to um influence the user's intent and as marketers that is our job is to influence the user intent and google is google is saying you know you know uh, um answer the user intent but that's only they're only going to buy your product if uh, if they've already been influenced higher up in the funnel so i think this is a uh you know a great a great uh, example of uh of why it's important to be an expert in the field if you ever want to uh, be a, a, an expert digital marketer because without it it's it's a it's a lost cause because you're being called in far too late you're being called in on the shopping cart and say please optimize my shopping cart and the point is that even if you get to the top of the list They'll buy from the brand that they've heard of. Um, the funnel Dixon is mentioning is some people call it the conversion. I call it the information funnel because only the bottom part, 10% is about conversion and fidelization. Yeah. Or user journey is probably a better way. Yeah, but it starts, I mean, averages are just averages. Okay. If you follow the averages, you'll just stay average. But it's a, it's a starting point. So, another another <laughs> fanatical point of the big black swan books, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you follow the bell curve and try and get in the middle of the bell curve, you're fucked. No. Excuse but my language. Let, let's uh, let's say let's imagine that sixty percent of the time is spent gathering the information, analyzing the need, and all that stuff. Thirty percent is spent evaluating, comparing, and only ten percent is spent converting. The problem here is even people who pretend to be useful. Let's take the travel industry. You have a lovely guide to visit Paris and so on. It's still binary. It's still buy or fuck off. Mm. <laughs> I can curse too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's no creativity about how to engage all throughout the uh, user journey. Let's yeah. not even call him the customer, but the the or the users whatever it is that funnel. You can start by building a link, start to, to build a, a, a relationship. Mm. That person is not in the mindset of buying. It's yeah. be useful I, for real, like for I, real. I, it is amazing. If you start to think about it, if you, if you, if you get out of the, uh, the old sort of 2010 mindset uh, and get into a sort of 2020 mindset, it is amazing how many channels you can influence mm. without having to be a, you know, an amazing programmer or, 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 or a, 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 you know, so 
we, we're, we're doing these videos, you know, very good channel. Um, but also, you know, getting a Word, WordPress app, you know, then all of a sudden, you know, people are downloading a plugin into your into your system. That's, you know, you've bypassed the whole system uh, at that point. Uh, or a Chrome extension. So um, if you go to... Um, Majestic has a Chrome extension, um, the, and you can go to the Chrome store. You can see how many people have downloaded it because it's public information. I'm pretty sure, so I won't say it just in case it isn't. But it's a very cool extension. A, a lot of <laughs> a lot of people go down and put the the, the Majestic um, extension onto their browsers. Well, that is a really good channel to market. True, um, and it's a it's a, an SEO should 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 say you know that's in my arsenal. That is. Um, I mean, it's on it's on a Google property. They're downloading it from a Google property. Mm. If that's not search engine optimization, mm. I don't know what is. But it's out of the box. It's taking a channel, but that's a big channel. You know, when you start having thousands of people installing your uh, your um, that's a big signal. Yeah, yeah. Then, yeah. then that's yeah. a that's yeah. a that's a yeah. good sign. You know, and you can influence them. Then you know, if you provide a good product. To finish up, to conclude, I would say that we are about search. Yeah. I can't explain. I know about it, but I'm not. I won't pretend to teach people how to manage a community on Facebook. But if within the journey time is spent on Facebook, I want to be there at the right place at the right time. So what's the deal now? 2010, 100% Google keyword CTR easy. Now the goal is how when someone gets interested about your topic mm -hmm. how can you are you be able to be everywhere people should when they open the internet i say the internet not the w the web is part of the internet yeah. people okay remember yeah. that so when <laughs> yeah. they open the internet they yeah. have to see you x number of times wherever it is it's, in the right light yeah, yeah that's yeah. the game today so it's it's about not spamming, not being pushy, but being there, relevant at the right place, at the right time, and in this entire ecosystem. And search yeah. is very much alive. It won't die. It's everywhere. That's the only problem. It's just everywhere so around I'll, us. I'll, I'll leave with this this um, different way of looking at SEO. How do you know when you've uh, how how do you know when you've succeeded at, at SEO? Me? I think you know uh, that you've succeeded with SEO. It was a, it was a yeah, rhetorical question. So <laughs> you know that you've succeeded at SEO when your brand becomes an adjective. I think that's basically what happens uh, when your when, when what you do, what, who you are, becomes a definition of of what you are. Instead mm. of buying um, a vacuum cleaner, you buy a Hoover or a Dyson. Mm. They, you know, um, and, and and those brands are so, and you interchangeably use in 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 the English language, we interchangeably use Hoover and Dyson and vacuum cleaner, and we mean the same thing. I don't necessarily mean a Dyson when I say Dyson. I mean the vacuum cleaner. You know, but um, it's become an adjective. It's become a synonym for vacuum cleaner. And as soon as you become a synonym for vacuum cleaner, you're in a very nice place because entities then just merge and your brand becomes the entity. Higher than that is when you become a verb. Google it. That's like next step. <laughs> next to adjective is verb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, this, and this, ladies and gentlemen, is why we called ourselves InLinks. Uh, you know, because <laughs> I want to become the... Uh, let's let's InLink it. Yeah, that's right. No. Uh, yeah, it's very interesting because uh, my... I always go from the goal with my client. I say, this is what we want to achieve. This is our destination. And my destination is a uh, pie 
of traffic split in three thirds, whereas there's one third that are called popularity, which is page rank, backlinks, uh, search, organic search. Second slice is referring traffic. So it's about are people influent in your industry talking about you? Who is sending you, inf you know, good referring traffic, not just uh, links for mm -hmm. page rank? And the third is about authority, is about, mm -hmm. and I put in that direct traffic also when people search the, yeah. the brand on, 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 a, on the search engine, or the website. And with that model and all the pieces uh, coming together, on the final note, if I have an image is, I feel like people in digital marketing are playing tic-tac-toe. See, SEO is around and SEO, mm -hmm. quick, cross, <laughs> okay? Then <laughs> social media around, oh, quick, uh, emailing, cross. Well, Dixon and I are trying to build brick walls with the same grid. We put, put down a brick, cement, <laughs> next brick. Yeah. And it's yeah. a big wall all together that's... Uh, Death Star, like a winning machine yeah. to answer yeah. that one single question. Why are you relevant? Why are all, you all, all roads it? lead to Rome? And mm. basically, whichever story, whichever way somebody comes at you, you've got to be the end destination mm. for that for that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And uh, and there's no other way. The old way was like you buy TV ads, the magazine ads, and you blast you. But now with the technology we have, with the we are snipers. We don't need to shoot the bazookas. We can really like mm -hmm. snipe, <laughs> and that's because yeah. the internet enables that. It's just a different pipeline, yeah. like TV or I, billboards I, I, or whatever. I see it, I see it like a new, more like a neural network, really. Yeah? Yeah. And just, you know, mm. Can you open up those pathways so that, uh, mm. that the end destination is, is where you want it to be? Uh, and every every day, if I can get up and uh, open up another pathway, and that could just be doing a, a it could be a doing a webinar like this, or it could be a, doing a, a demo, one to one demo, and oh. taking somebody deep into the topic. Uh, you know, uh, you know. But every day, as a marketing person, uh, I'm, I'm building up a brand, and you know what? I've done it twice now with Majestic, and, and now with Inlinks, and, and before that, um, probably less less relevant. But uh, I care about every single one of those customers that are coming on, you know, it, 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 you know, uh, and I may, I may not remember everybody's names and stuff as, as, as they come on, but uh, you know, I, every morning I go and have a look at Stripe and see if I've got any new customers and, and, and try and make sure that they're, they're on board. And, and, and um, it doesn't matter how big you are, whether you're a Google or whether you're a, a little person like me, uh, you've got to care about your customers and make sure that you understand and allow those customers to feedback at you um, to be able to create all those pathways um, to success. You, you, you never remember, you, you always remember where you come from and, and you you know that it's one by one by one yeah. by, before you're waiting for the snowball effect. Yeah. And I'm yeah. at the same phase. We, we've built them before, but we know where we stand. We know that it's on the one it's from the base it's from yeah. the bottom not from and if the you top. get those bricks right then the snowball yeah. will come the yeah. snowball yeah. will yeah. come yeah. yeah but if you forget where you come from and you forget that it's really one by one yeah. or, or you have a huge marketing budget and you can blast and you can shoot with a bazooka instead of snipe i think the huge marketing budgets are dangerous though because you um you often use the marketing budget as an excuse not to talk to people on a one-to-one. -one. Yes. Um, and, yes. Uh, and, and that's a very dangerous place to be because you quickly forget what that, you know, that, org the, that org audience segmentation that we were talking about yeah, earlier, yeah. you know, you, 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 
who it is, but you can't always write it down. I know that you're supposed to write down personas and stuff and business plans and stuff, but if you're at the front end of sales, you should you should know within two sentences whether this is a conversation that's likely to go somewhere or whether it's been missed. I had a demo the other day uh, where somebody had booked a demo with me to have a demo of in links, and I came on the phone, and within, within uh, 10 seconds, it was clear that this lady did not um, – have an affinity with the product that we, that we got. She mm-hmm. didn't understand why she'd gone on the demo. Um, you know, it, it was, it was uh, the whole conversation went a different way. It was, uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't want to waste half an hour of your time because you've, you've, you know, we've already demonstrated that we, that you shouldn't have come onto this demo without yeah. having acknowledged what the product yeah. is yeah. really. And, 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 and said that you might want to know more about it. She didn't know what the product was about at all. And she had no experience within the SEO industry. Not a good place to start with an no, Inlinks customer. No. So, uh, so you know, best to best to move on quickly. Yeah. Mm. Interesting, interesting talk. Definitely a lot of uh, value here. If you, uh, I, I have, since I, I know have... Dixon for so long, I can I can digest. I can read between the lines. But if you, I, I, I'm not trying to go between the lines either. I'm not trying to be one of those people that says there's a big secret around here that. No, 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 no. It's um, not, not what I'm saying. It's no. not what I'm saying. But there's because beyond beyond one sentence, there's a lot to unpack. Beyond some of those sentences you you pulled, uh, there's there's a lot. There's a lot and. Um, there's there's a lot of stuff in here. I'm not saying it's all good, but it's been around a long time. Uh, it's true. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. And it's sometimes uh, I will go in different example, but for ex- to go back to your pet peeve of domain authority, and just one sentence where you say, "Guys, look at it from a page level. Just forget the domain, okay? <laughs> whatever, whatever the KPI. Just focus on the URL. That's it." <laughs> and, and I'm probably going further now and saying, "Look, focus on the sentence." <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we've. we've I, 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 uh, when was it that I read that pattern where David? Now it's not about words; it's about the right sentence at the right place. <laughs> so it's mm. even more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, and that, yeah. And so when Google, uh, when Inlinks is building a knowledge graph on the fly, it's taking right, uh, taking you know whether it's ten pages or hundred pages, but you know it's taking uh, all those entities and seeing exactly where they are on the page uh, and, and and knowing exactly where where everything is on the page, so that it can build up a picture of what ones are important because the ones that are important are more likely to be at the top uh, of those pages and the, the relatedness, how close those those entities are to each other. You know, it's it's a really important map uh and 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 once you build that map you can you can absolutely change your content and have an impact on the search results and i've got countless people that are now uh coming into index and say god i just added this little bit and i popped up on the results and stuff i'm getting other people that are saying that it's not doing you know that 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 hasn't worked for them but you know those the 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 fact that it's working for so many people is uh is really really encouraging um I, i we've got um there's a case study on Inlinks uh, about uh, a guy that um, was happy for us to talk about it uh, to say that he's number one for SEO SEO consulting in the UK, ah. just just beating Neil Patel right now, uh, <laughs> and um, uh, and um, he he told me yesterday that he's changing some stuff around, so it may all go horribly wrong. But anyway, the case study's up. He's been there for months, but I notice now that uh, on that phrase, um, I have um, 
at least three customers. <laughs> so there's a game going on around it. You know, people are checking uh, and looking cool. at it. You know, so you know, it's it's an interesting uh, interesting world, really. And it's um, only the beginning. That's what's crazy about it. Going on this this new project, I feel like I'm I was born again. <laughs> I started talking about SEO in English yeah. five minutes ago, and and I feel like it's a new uh, new journey. And and uh, uh, it's you can't guarantee success, but once you've done it a couple of times, and you know it's just a matter of yes, you need to plan, yeah. you need to structure, but you can only look <laughs> in the past and and build yeah. on that. So uh, it's I, just... I think I think you know I think we I think we others are doing that as well. I've got a, a friend uh, uh, who does SEO dojo, a guy called Terry Van Horn, who yeah, okay. is a very long time SEO, and uh, some some of you all know him. Old school, uh, was old school SEO, but he's 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 stayed and stayed in the game. Uh, but he was saying to me that you know he sort of is woken up and said, ah, all of a sudden I'm excited again about SEO because huh. you know. It dragged us down for a while, you know. Yeah. It got to, oh, I've got to go and get links and stuff, you know, and and mm. and, and I've just got to find ways of manipulating these links, you know. Mm. But it's exciting again now. It's 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 uh, it's hopefully mm. turning into something that uh, that we can be proud of. Um, and to answer people who are like, hey, it doesn't work for me. The issue is, uh, once Google quote-unquote, understands that you are the most relevant. It's magic. I mean, you pop mm. up on top. Mm. But when will that happen is predicated upon a few few elements, especially yeah. uh, let, um, depends on, on those, even on the time, even on the place of the index, the keyword, the topic, the, the vertical, the industry, and even are you doing... Uh, really what is required to be um, very Worthy. straightforward as as far as the semantic proximity, you know, who is yeah. in relation to what and why. Yeah. Inlix is helping you out, but uh, you also need to educate yourself and level up because hmm. you need to understand your vertical, okay? Yeah. Your website, your yeah. industry, your keywords, Inlinks will give you a, will help you, will guide you, but you need to steal Inlinks, meaning yeah. you need to take that data and make it your own. Yeah. And then it becomes it. Own really own powerful. Yeah, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Then it becomes powerful. Uh, if you just press the button and wait for miracles, it's it can work. It can work, yeah. sure. Yeah. But it's limited. Yeah. That's a good way to leave it, isn't it? An hour and 25 minutes, I think good. we get a good one. Uh, guys, I uh, thank you very much for having me on for, uh, for the long one. Uh, and uh, Well, thank you, uh, Dixon. I, 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 and, and everyone should go and read Black Swans and Outliers. Those are two. Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers, there's uh, uh, two, two, two books to read. They're not SEO related, but, you know, your world Be, will change. Hey, <laughs> I'll throw in a book. Be More Pirate. Be more parrot. Okay, excellent. It's oh, excellent book. If you learn about piracy, it's not at all what you thought, like the Hollywood. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Pirates were, they even invented blockchain and yeah, very interesting. Uh, okay, okay. okay. Be all more right. pirate. Okay. Cheers, Thank guys. you. Bye-bye. Thank you very much.